Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 306 DGS on KMOX. Weird show. Just going to admit it. I'm kind of tired. It's Wednesday. I usually take this day off. Wheeler's gone. He and I have been in love for a while. Um, <laughs> what? Um, it's, just, it's just difficult. When yeah, you're gone. it's hard when you have a team and one person's out. Just odd. Yeah. It's about to be me for two weeks around Christmas, so mm-hmm. get ready for that. Um, Andrew, why did you say it like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yum, yum, yum? Because mm. <laughs> I'm thinking about taking some of that time off, too, and I've, I've never done that before. I've never taken that, like, time around Christmas off. So I'm you like, didn't, mm-hmm. Yeah, you did last year. Did I? I'm pretty sure you did. I thought we all took, the like, the last week off. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought maybe we I'm wrong. Did. I don't remember breakfast. So. <laughs> so what did you do? You went to a cash-only place and tried to barter yes. hay bales or something? <laughs> I did. I went to a, uh, and this kind of ties into another thing. I went to a place in town that's really delicious and really great, but it's cash-only, and the service isn't known for being very free. It's just one guy who runs it. Okay. And he's very uh, he's very polite. He's very nice. He's not mean at all, but he's very, like, This brusque. is a compliment. Uh, all of your secrets are about restaurants. Yeah. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, when, you, when you're on a need-to-know basis with you, it's always like, well, I can't tell you who this man <laughs> is. But, <laughs> but it's, it's known for its brusqueness. It's just one guy, you walk in, you sit down, he ignores you until he says, what do you want? And then you tell him what you want, and you're just, as long as you are, as long as you meet him on the same terms, as long as you're nice, polite, and not intrusive, and, you know, are able to pay, he's, like, super nice, super, super easy to get along with, and he makes great food, and it's really cheap. So... I am, uh, I'm sitting there and I go there with my wife because my wife loves it even more than I do. We're sitting there, we're eating and, uh, she looks at me and she says, I don't have any cash. And I'm like, that's fine. We pay with a card around here. And I remembered, oh no, this is a cash only restaurant. And he makes that very clear. Uh, so I had to go find an ATM and, uh, those are really hard to find these days. It turns out they're not just, uh, laying around like they used to. Um, and most of them are under lock and key. Uh, Because it was not in, like, the best area. So I'm like, uh, I don't know where to go. I see one. It's five minutes away driving. So I'm like, five minutes away driving? That's, like, eight minutes away walking. Uh, So (laughs) I start trying to walk it. I think you're giving yourself a little benefit of the doubt there. I sure was. Uh, (laughs) He's revealing his walking experience. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's like when they ask Bezos how much a gallon of milk costs. <laughs> like, well, four minutes driving is probably like five minutes walking. Uh, and so I'm walking. I'm walking for about 10 minutes. I realize that I'm not even like 
a fifth of the way to where I'm trying to go. And I don't even know if they'll have an ATM. So then I turn around and I, and the whole time I'm texting my wife and she's texting me back things like, and Oh no. And what's taking so long. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. Tried to walk it. Not going to work. Got to walk back, get the car. So I walked back, got the car. I drove to, uh, and I ended up finding a place. I was, I was thinking about calling you guys. Like I'm starting to get into like a panic mode. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to call my friends who like, have life experience, <laughs> have have been in cities before, <laughs> besides just going in and out to go to work and asking them where I can go to an ATM. Did find one eventually. Crisis was averted. Everything was fine. Uh, but, boy, that was a terrifying, like, 40-minute <laughs> adventure. 40 minutes? My goodness. Well, because I tried to walk. I tried to walk, like, eight miles and realized that was a really stupid idea. East side or this side? Uh, this side. Yeah, it was a mess. I was not my proudest moment. Well, next now you'll have a nice little less, lesson for next time you go to that restaurant. You shall not be forgetting again. No, I probably will. I mean, I'm not going to say I won't. I'm not going to say I won't forget next time, too, because it's weird to have a cash only place like that's not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not beating myself up too hard for forgetting. I'm mostly beating myself up for thinking that I could easily walk that. In a- Do we have a lot of audio backed up? Oh, yeah, we have a lot of oh, audio. Yeah. And a lot of it's yours, Dave. Yeah, mm-hmm. eh, mine's usually bad. Okay, well, we can skip all of yours. and. I, do you want to play the Cardi one at least? or the? Like... I haven't heard it, but I thought it was interesting. The Cardi B's weighing in on uh, Bidenomics. Mm-hmm. I'm not endorsing no presidents oh, no more. Because how is there a hundred, $100 million budget cut in New York City? For Yeah, Joe Biden is talking about, like, yeah, we could fund two wars. We could fund two wars talking about we don't got it but we got it like we're the greatest nation no the f- we're not we're going through some sh- right now like say it say it we're really going through uh, we, we, we really 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 are f- right now 120 million dollar co- like where 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 these kids are gonna go like i'm lucky i'm lucky i'm blessed i'm whatever the f- but like what ha- what's gonna happen to my nieces what's gonna happen to my my nephews what's gonna happen to my cousins my aunts my friends they're living, they're living, that's living in the hood. Bitch, New York is already super dirty. We're going to get even dirtier with the budget cut. And yeah, we talking about we, we could fund two wars. Cardi, I understand your frustration, but I don't think Joe Biden directly impacts the budget of New York City. But I, I mean, I get why she would be frustrated with Joe Biden, maybe separately of that. I'm not saying because one thing I really hate is whenever people make points like this and then the argument back is like, you're wrong because those aren't related. So I'm not going to listen to any of your frustrations anymore. Not a big fan of that. But these are two pretty unrelated things at the I same time. I think it's time. interesting. Yeah, right? I don't think Cardi B is dumb by any stretch, but I don't think she's super educated. I don't think she's went to the Kennedy School of Government or anything. But when normal people become engaged in politics and start calling things out, I'm always interested because they'll get the details wrong. And I'm not pretending to be an expert, but I probably know a little more than Cardi does. Mm-hmm. She'll get the details wrong. But but the frustration is valid. The frustration is valid and the points are valid. And uh, sometimes people who have not been engaged in politics, uh, who don't speak that language, come through the clearest, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you go, oh, she said that with a lot of F words, but she 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 understands she understands the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, she does make a point with the whole funding two wars thing. I, I'm not here saying we shouldn't be providing aid. That's not what I'm saying at all. But 
I get the frustration where if you feel like your community is underserved and yet we're sending money overseas, that is definitely I mean, a valid reason to be upset. This is a stance that I've taken for a while. I think I just I, I just repeated it a week or two uh, when you were asking me about it. Like I, I, I kind of share her belief that I think we should... I think when we have as many problems here that we do and our own actual citizens are suffering as much as they are, I think we should focus on that before we worry so much about Ukraine and Israel and all these places. I, I think, think that I have something of a unique take on this, and I've said this before. I think that we are not even talking about the right problem. I think that the truth is... 330 million people are ungovernable in the way that we are trying to govern. There, uh, we have no homogeneity. We have no, we have less in common than we ever have. And, you know, the idea of a melting pot that we all grew up hearing about with such a nice, warm, fuzzy, and everyone's welcome, and people are from all these different countries and religions and creeds, and give us, you know, but the reality of it is a lot of people don't like it that the melting pot, it's like the carrots don't like the potatoes and the potatoes don't like the peas and the stew meat don't like the onions. And we have almost a half a billion of us and we're still governing in basically the same way. And I look, I, I, I'm no genius. I'm, I don't have the next iteration of government, but I'm looking at this one and just seeing it continue to not work mm -hmm. and no one's really happy. And what we have gotten down to now is sort of like a board game that eight year olds are playing. Um, like croquet. Uh, I'm probably the only one old enough to remember croquet. Yeah, no. yeah not croquet. But in croquet, if something happens, you get to hit your opponent's ball as far down the hill as you possibly can. And you can bet your bottom dollar that if someone does that to you, payback's a bitch, you're going to do it to them. It seems to me that at some point we stopped even thinking about America as a country. We stopped even thinking about each other as members of the same American family. And we're just sending each other's croquet ball as far away as we possibly can when we get the chance. Because during Trump, you really screwed us over. So during Biden, we're screwing you over. Oh, during Biden, you really, you got your way. But when Trump's back or when it's so-and-so, it, it all seems so vindictive. We seem to treat people, our fellow countrymen, worse than we treated our enemies 50 or 60 years ago. We had more honor with our enemies than we do with each other. Well, we've been mm -hmm. convinced that our fellow countrymen are our enemies. Yeah, and I think yeah. that part of it may simply be one last analogy. And I've used this one before, and it's one of my favorites. Here at Park Pacific, we uh, there should be a landmark because we have the country's worst parking garage. Everything about it is terrible. And what's really bad about it is whoever designed it had never seen a parking garage before because all the turns are way too tight. Mm -hmm. And every single time you meet a car on a turn, you both, your tempers flare because it looks like the other person's going to hit you. And it's like, oh, nah, bah, bah, bah. it is designed to create tension. 
And I think that the current iteration of our country and our government and the media is the same way. It's designed to create tension intentionally. They've made the corners so sharp that every time we encounter each other, there's some level of road rage politically, religiously, uh, sexual orientation, what, however you want to say it. It just seems that the system really, truly is set up for this. And I think a lot of it is there are too many of us to govern. And I think that we're sort of uh, fooling ourselves. I, I, I don't know. Do you genuinely think there are too many of us or or are there so many of us and then the powers that be that want this division are exploiting that? And rather than saying, yeah, there's so much diversity here, but look at all we have in common. Instead, they go, they're so different than you. They're trying to take your country. They're trying to turn it into something well, you'll yeah, never I, recognize. I think the powers that be will always exploit. But even good friends of mine like Michael Kelly and John Hancock who say, like, we don't need a third party, I would respectfully disagree and say we probably need about eight because to think that the the 330 million people in this country can fall even colorably, evenly, comfortably into two buckets is insane. So you're saying there's too many of us to govern in the current way of Mm. politics. Yeah. Just the whole, like, here's the donkey, here's the elephant, here's, you know, this and here's that. Now, all of you pick one of these two. Mm-hmm. I don't fit into either one of those two, and I'm no crazy person. I'm not some communist or socialist or overthrow the government nihilist anarchist. I'm a pretty normal guy, but I don't fit in the Republican Party and I don't fit in the Democrat Party. And I don't think most people do. And I think that that's one of our major problems. The powers that be don't want to change it because that's their moneymaker. It's working for them. It's working for them. But it's not working for us. And it just keeps kind of getting worse. Do you think... Splitting it would create the same problem, like not necessarily a civil war, but if there was the amicable split of this is way too many people, this is insane, we're going to divvy it up I'll in this it, way I'll, down the diagonal look, or I'm, whatever. I'm tired. It's my last day for a few days. I'll say things I normally wouldn't say. I don't know how to quantify this, but I don't think people are as good today as they used to be. I think people cared more about their country than they do today. I think they cared more about each other than they do today. I'm not a religious person. I'm not a believer. But if you tell me it's because people were more religious back then, I can believe that. I can accept that. Uh, But there has been something that has changed that I just don't think overall we're as quote unquote good as we were uh, when I was a kid or maybe even a bit before I was born. Uh, I think people worked together. I don't think everyone was a saint, but I think people worked together. People had a common cause. And uh, I don't think we have that anymore. And I think it's really showing. And so whether we had two political parties or eight political parties or whatever change we make, I think we have to understand that we're making it with a different citizenry in my humble estimation. And I'm one of them, not quite as stand up, not quite as statesmanlike as we were 50, 60, 70 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we're not going to suddenly everyone turn into Audie Murphy and World War II heroes, right? Yeah, we're not adapting. We're not adapting, right. 325 DGS, stepping off my soapbox. Uh, what do you have, Rach? 
All right. I saw this in the New York Post. Uh, Empower surveyed the different generations to see um, how much money each generation would need to feel happy or to feel secure. And millennials are wanting the most amount of money. So people born between 1981 and 1996 require an annual salary that tops $525,947 to feel happy. Uh, on the flip side, boomers say they can live comfortably on a $124,165 per year salary. So when asked why, millennials say it's because we've had such a rocky financial upbringing mm-hmm. that makes us feel like we need more and more money to feel secure and to feel happy. And then Gen X and Gen Z each need about $130,000 annually to feel happy. So hmm. the price of happiness varies between generations. I mean, I'm a millennial. I need a lot less than half a million dollars. I mean, I'll, I just feel like I'll never make half a million dollars per year in my lifetime. It's just not going to, unless inflation goes wild and that's, mm. you know, the new. <laughs> right. Minimum wage. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think there's a big difference between happy and secure. And the older I get, the more I learn that. Uh, just speaking for myself, um, my dream uh, I would like to do this another 10 years. I, I would. It, I enjoy it, and it's not difficult, and they pay me well, and I would like to spend as much of my life as I can without dipping into any sort of savings and such. So that's my plan. But uh, eventually, I want to live in a small house, um, quality over quantity. <clears throat> I'd like to live somewhere Colorado or West. I love that area. And, uh, you know, you learn what you like and what you don't like. I've lived in big houses. You know, I've lived in McMansions and I've had uh, places in Innsbruck and I've driven Audis and things like that. And it was all fun. But I I don't want to do it anymore. And it's not like I'm a minimalist or I, I, I want to live like a, a hermit or something. I've just come to the point where I'm like, I can be really happy with a, a small, modest house in a beautiful place doing simple things, uh, I consider myself very fortunate that I figured that out yeah, and, that I had, cool. and that I had the chance, you know, that I, I've never been rich. I've never lived in a real mansion or, you know, driven real expensive cars or things like that. Uh, but I've come close enough that I go, eh, I doubt I would have liked that any better either. Mm-hmm. I also think it's normal, especially these days, just the way that the world is, to feel like the, the urge to isolate Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just go into the woods and mm-hmm. stay quiet forever. Yeah. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Three thirty-four dgs happy wednesday to you best of tomorrow football game on friday we will all Pardon me, be back on Monday, including Wheeler, who is down in Atlanta spending Thanksgiving with his family. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Uh, football. <laughs> that scared the, me. The promo. <laughs> I don't know why that scared me. That scared me. Just did. Just did. I don't know why. Dave, do you guys have a big celebration tomorrow? No, very, very small. Very small. I've had, in fact, about an eight-pound eight pound turkey. Wow. Little guy. That's just a big squirrel. <laughs> Without the fur. Uh, am, I, am I the only one who would prefer ham on Thanksgiving? Yes, no, you are. Yes. Okay. No, you're not. Thanks, Dave. Would you, Dave? I, I no. I rest I my case. I don't prefer it, but that you know that doesn't mean your I'm own defender. Weird. I have a complicated. <laughs> Wouldn't even eat ham. I have a complicated relationship with ham. Me too. I do remember. Yeah, when me I, too. When me I first too. started on the show, you did this uh, impassioned speech about how much you hated ham mm. and how it was like the trash lunch meat. Mm. Rachel was like, this isn't going to work. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what I have I, I just signed on to the wrong show. What have I gotten into? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I think it's because ham, it, ham was a go-to for the Glovers. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It was Christmas. It was Easter. It was when anyone died. It was when anyone was born. It, like, it was just ham, ham, ham. And, uh, like, <laughs> Got ham coming out of my ears. I like the cubed <laughs> ham in my eggs. I'll have that tonight for dinner. Uh, I can live with a ham sandwich. There's something about the whole ham. I don't like when it's like the uh, cured or, or like citrusy. I don't exactly know how to prepare it, but when it's like sweet, you when don't there's like, like a sweet ham? Yeah, like a sweet ham. I really hate that. Mm, I Tell like you this it. much. A little bit of ham goes a long way. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Honey baked ham good. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I don't like ham made by regular people. Okay. You, need, you need fancy ham? Yeah, maybe I like the experts fancy to handle ham. the ham. Cor corporate ham? Yeah, that could be it. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a try. Uh, shout out to Chef Cliff at uh, Capital Grill. They are providing... Thanksgiving for the Glovers tomorrow. Oh, very cool. Hey, that's Yay. awesome. Yeah. It, it's all ham. Menu's <laughs> oh, changed. Yeah. All ham. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and Marina, their Marina and Phoebe just got back from Hawaii where they were at a wedding, and so they are jet lagged and tired. And uh, like, uh, well, here comes COVID. Here we go. Let's just take care of. Uh, Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave Murray is dark today. Yeah, Every, everybody, everybody I know, and it's it's about a dozen people who have been on an airplane in the last three weeks have all come down with COVID. Great, not, not me. That, that's true. You're the exception. I'm the ham loving exception. You're, you're the ham <laughs> exception that ham. to COVID. <laughs> the ham protects her. Got all that vitamin C. So pretty much like this tomorrow again. Yeah, nice day tomorrow. Really a little bit warmer. 55 in the afternoon. A little cold start, but nothing weird. Thursday night, 32. Friday, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Another little cold front coming through. Only 45 on Friday. 25 Friday night. Saturday, sunny and 45. Still looking for this little system to come by late Saturday night. Let's think after midnight. Little light rain, little wet snow mixed together. We'll go down to 30 degrees. Sunday, a little light rain and wet snow in the morning, especially first thing in the morning, then partly sunny and only 42 on Sunday afternoon. The best timing for a little light rain and wet snow will be midnight Saturday night to about 9 o'clock Sunday morning. No accumulation, just the mood, snow, ground temperatures will be too warm. Very nice. Am I the only one with the Christmas tree up? I'm putting mine up in two days. I don't have one. I need to get one. Oh, do you do fresh Christmas trees? No, but we the the cat kept kept eating the old one, oh. and then she'd vomit the little plastic needles <laughs> everywhere. So we we have to figure out a new solution that fits with our horrible little goblin. Mm. So we'll see we'll see what we do this year. I was thinking maybe just like put up Christmas lights kind of around the house, you know, like yeah. up high, just kind of string them through. Maybe that could be a replacement. I don't know. Yeah, do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, headlines, Rach. Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnooks Rewards app. Americans are planning to buy now and pay later with their holiday shopping. One out of every five Americans will use short-term installment plans to pay for their holiday shopping, according to Adobe Analytics. Uh, those buy now, pay later plans are especially popular with young people driving more than $9.3 billion in sales this month. Okay. Since I am, uh, you know, up on doing my sermon on the Mount about everything today, let me say this. I have no problem with Christmas and gift giving and it's fun, but when I find myself and everyone can relate to this, when I find myself shopping and I'm just looking for Something to fill the bucket. Yeah. That's when you feel really stupid. Yep. Like, well, I guess they could both use uh, bathrobes. I don't know. Uh, I guess someone could a use chia a chia pet. Always <laughs> fall back on the chia pet it's, all you, the time. You just feel so, <laughs> you feel dumb. Like, I'll rack up $1,000 at the mall and not be able to tell you one damn thing I bought. It's just something to fill in for people. And you're like, oh, you like this? You like that? You you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's become not so much about, I know you really wanted one of these. Merry Christmas. It's like, I took a chance. Maybe you'd want a turkey fryer. I don't know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it's uh that's just kind of our culture when it mm-hmm. comes to Christmas time. I mean, it's supposed to be about peace and love and the birth of Christ, but really it usually boils down to did you get everybody a present so you can say you got it? and how many times do you get like a pencil case or something from <laughs> a random person? You're like, Oh, thank you. I'll just throw this on now I sound ungrateful. I mean, I enjoy uh, getting gifts, but like Yeah, we probably should have just kept it focused on kids. Yeah. yeah, I think that's nice. the smart thing to do. Yeah, I don't, there's not like a single adult in my life that I'm like, I need a present from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. Now the kids, I do need a present from them. Can kids. you flag that tape for me? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, moving on. Andrew, your present is going back right now. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. You know who's always threatening to buy us Christmas presents is Kevin Wheeler. All yeah. the time he's like, I know what your Christmas present is. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. I'm looking forward to Christmas. And every now. any little time, like he he definitely, I think, listens to, you know, us when we talk. So when we say like, like what Rachel, when you say like, oh, I like ham. He's like, oh. Getting her a ham. She's getting a t-shirt with a ham on it or something like that. And yet the last gift he got her was a coin that said, give up the booty. No, that was to Andrew. <laughs> that was to me. Mine Surrender said nothing of the booty. Surrender the booty. All right, a Florida woman called the cops over her stolen weed. Uh, Lily Rinker (laughs) made the complaint at 2 a.m. last Thursday and told an arriving officer that a man named Carlos left her hotel room after taking half a gram of pot worth less than $10. She said she didn't know what to do, so she decided to call the police, who determined she had two open arrest warrants and took her into custody. Perfect. That's the way life's supposed to work. Sugar prices are rising worldwide due to production shortfalls in key exporters, India and Thailand, partially due to El Nino. So look for sugar prices to spike over the next couple of months. Brazil's harvest next year will help, but that's still months away. That was a story around Halloween, too. Part of the reason why Halloween candy prices were so high. Speaking of high, gun ownership has hit a high. More than half of of American voters, or 52%, say that someone in their household owns a gun. That's the highest share of voters in the history of this poll that NBC News does. In 2019, 46% of Americans said they or someone in their household owned a gun. And in February of 2016, that share was just 42%. I think... uh, the pandemic kind of snapped something in a lot of people's brains and made them want to go out and become a first-time gun own- owner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like there there are a couple buckets of gun purchasers. One would be practical, like uh, I'm uncomfortable. I want to make sure I have something that I can protect myself with. And the other is political. That anytime something is happening politically, and it kind of doesn't matter what it is, if there's something extreme happening, if there's an election going on, if people are taking to the airwaves and talking about an issue, if there's a mass shooting, uh, I think people are politically motivated to go and to, to each their own. I've never been the second type. I own guns. I have guns at my home, and I will. I haven't carried them in a long time, but I have carried them for years. Uh, but I, I'm not the kind of person who's politically engaged by it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I've never, I'm not a pride my dead cold fingers. Yeah. I'm not a, they're going to come confiscate my guns. I better go buy a bunch before they do. Um, but I think that's kind of the two major things that pushes it. Like no one sold more guns than Obama. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when everyone thought Obama was going to reinstitute assault weapons bans or try to come for their handguns, I think we set records mm-hmm. of sales. So. 
A woman accidentally tipped $7,000 for a Subway sandwich. Do you guys see this story? It was up on the KMOX website. Uh, she added a tip to her sandwich when she went to visit Subway because she frequents the restaurant almost weekly, so she's trying to be nice. But when she checked her receipt, she saw she had accidentally added $7,105.44 in gratuity. It's a pretty big mistake. It is a pretty big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, so she believes that uh, when she went to add her phone number for her loyalty points, the screen must have switched, moving her to the tip box instead. So she typed mm. in this you know, all these digits, and that ended up being her tip. Uh, She didn't notice the charge until days later, resulting in a weeks-long battle of removing the charge from her credit card, something she thought was going to be easy to do, uh, but the bank ended up disputing the charge. I mean, how could your bank— Subway fight it? Um, I don't think that Subway fought it, but the bank itself fought it. They said, you said 7,000 and 7,000. Yes. Uh, You signed it. Exactly. But eventually she was able to get it taken off, but she said it was just a little ridiculous. Who spends $7,000 at Subway and it doesn't get flagged by their bank? Anyone thinks, she? hey, you made the mistake, it's on you? No. I don't really think that, but I do think that I think Subway should let her have the money back and then they should reimburse the employees for it. I think if the employees saw that and they were maybe excited for getting a significant tip that could probably change some of their lives... Yeah. I think it'd be a nice thing to do. Well, it makes you wonder, like, where do the tips go? But that's the other question. When you're tipping, not like a server at a restaurant, but you're tipping Subway, do the employees even actually see that? Yeah, I've always Or is it that. kind of just going back into the pockets of uh, Jared? Was, was that your tipping story? Or did you have a different one? I thought you had something else. I, yeah, I had a tipping story. There was another story. Um, I saw there was a survey that showed that most Americans have just completely lost any idea of how they're supposed to tip because it we're, it's so oversaturated now. And now people are getting confused. And it's like, wait, I'm supposed to tip for this. I'm not supposed to tip for that. Maybe people who would normally have tipped in the past are so fatigued that now they're skipping the tips on things. I recently ordered a good um online and I never in a million years thought I would have been asked to tip but the option was there and I ended up just clicking yes because you know I like these people and I wanted to help them out but I would have just I feel like two or three years ago it never would have been an option to tip for something like that. I think that. Mm-hmm. tipping people who you shouldn't be tipping is going to hurt the people you should be tipping. Absolutely. I don't know that that's happening. But if you're tipping 20% to people who aren't doing anything but spinning an iPad around at you, uh, I would think that that would start hurting the like the people who serve you at restaurants and traditionally get tipped. When you're tipping everyone, I think you're going to start tipping everyone badly. It's yeah. going to turn people off to tipping. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to it's gonna be like, I just have to... I, you know what? I can't just, I can't tip everybody. So now I'm just tipping nobody. Also, if I owned a business, I would be afraid of that because I would be, especially a business where it seems really dumb to be asking for tips. I would be afraid that people would think this is really exploitive. You're really taking advantage of me. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. but I guess if everyone's doing it. Yeah. At that point, you're kind of a chump for not asking for the extra money. Yeah. Dave, have a great Thanksgiving. Happy we'll Thanksgiving. talk to you next you week. Too. You too, guys. See you Monday. You know, we did the uh, things that everyone seems to love but you hate. I missed a really big one. Parades. I'm just saying that the uh, 99th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade happening tomorrow. 
Oh, God, I hate parades. I say this with my whole chest. I'm with you. I hate them. I hate parades. They're stupid. Stupid. A lot of people love them. People go every year. I mean, isn't it for children, mostly? I don't know. My wife loves parades. She's all about parades. It's her birthday, by the way. I shouldn't be too. I shouldn't be too hard on her. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy sweetie! I'm feeling Megan. this with my whole chest. I hate what my wife <laughs> loves. Stupid, stupid wife. <laughs> so dumb. I think it's just like I don't know. There's there's nothing about them. There's not one thing that I go wow. And it's just a, a, a never ending line of these mediocre things going four miles an hour. <laughs> Correct. But sometimes they throw candy. Mm. which you should let the kids get. But if you're in an area without kids, you could clean up on some candy. I've done it. I have cleaned up on some candy. <laughs> some friends of mine went to a parade, uh, and um, I think it might have been a Mardi Gras parade, uh, not here, in a different state, and someone died. They got, like, oh. they fell into the street and, happened got, here. and got run over by a, oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think it was here. here. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, which is why you don't see many local parades that throw candy anymore, because people run out there and they get, You know, they get hurt. Uh, So 99th anniversary for the Macy's Day Parade. How long have we been pardoning turkeys? Hmm, I'll say 60 years. I will say 70 years. George H.W. Bush. Oh, okay, wow. So. so, like, that just happened. Right? Wow. So he had that little idea of, like, I know what I'll do. Yeah. The people will eat this up. I know it'll turn this approval rating around. <laughs> I would have thought the same thing. I would have thought, well, clearly we've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's always rubbed me the wrong way. Even, even as a kid, or I would just be like, so you're pardoning one. <laughs> Which is another way of saying we're going to eat millions. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Do we know the names of the pardoned turkeys th- this year? No, but it's going to be something stupid. Gobble and see. goobble. Let me see. Turkey pardon. Let's see. Chocolate and pudding. It's, it was like Walt and Wilt. Oh, of course I clicked on the New York Times and a paywall comes up. <laughs> they paywalled you about the turkey names. <laughs> That's funny. We'll get the turkey names on the other side of the break, people. Did Biden Reason get to keep through listening. without saying anything dumb? Uh, well, well, that was the Taylor Swift Britney thing, right? Well, there, there's internet speculation that he may have had some, some troubles because he jogged. He abruptly stopped the, the ceremony after it was over and then like turned and basically like his version of sprinted back into the White House. (laughs) People think he had an accident. And so there's speculation that maybe. Are you serious? That's the speculation. We're not saying it. The internet's saying it. If you watch it, it is the way, (laughs) it is the way that you would react if. He pardoned the turkey and then messed his drawers? Perhaps. That is, that is, there is speculation. Oh, I'm sad. Their names were Liberty and Bell. Oh, that's cute. Mm, disagree. <laughs> Should have been pooping McPants. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.